It doesn't matter what you are. Punks, skins, rastas, more blockers. Keep tigering even. Everybody everywhere, stop smogging and pay attention to me. Because if you're a wild-eyed loner at the gates of oblivion, then hitch a ride with us. Because we're riding on the last freedom moped out of nowhere. And we haven't even told our parents what time we're coming home. So, pull on your dancing trousers and get down to the total and utter king of rock and roll. Howdy, hi, and welcome to Fear of a Dark Platypus. This what? is episode 43. <laughs> I am your host, Hermunculus Jones. <laughs> and this, as always, is my co-host, the mighty, mighty, the sinister minister, the... Red Sonia of Bloodsworth. We could spend a whole hour doing this. And just coming up with dumbass words that aren't even making sense. How are you, Annie? Dark platypus. Yes. I'm not co-hosting a show about dark platypus. Why? Is it too edgy? Drink your coffee. Racist. What's the, racist? <laughs> so we are we are here tonight, and we are joined with a small cadre uh, of folks. Uh, my cousin Stacy is here as our Say studio hi, audience. Studio audience. That is our, that's that's a studio audience. That is that's we don't actually have to pay her union if she doesn't have a whole sentence. Cool. Uh, her daughter, a a marvel of pop culture and <laughs> ridiculous facts, who has yes. been regaling with us, regaling us all night, making me feel incredibly stupid and old. Yes, she is. She is a one woman Jeopardy board. <laughs> she is every trivial pursuit answer begging for a question. She's getting a longer intro than me. She is. <laughs> well, she hasn't been here for 43 episodes. Uh, so, hi, Lizzie. How are you? Good. You certainly sold, oversold me on the pop culture part, but I have a we'll lot of about that. useless facts. That's, that, that's true. Maybe on the. But if we need to know geology, or geography rather. <laughs> I think I'm decently good at geography, actually, which is pretty useful, in fact. Not for our show, though. <laughs> you are totally underqualified to be here. Now, if we were, like, going someplace, uh, which is great because your job requires you to go to a lot of places. That's true. Well, well put. <laughs> yeah, I also like to waste my money going a lot of places as well. So, so you are not just a traveler by trade, but a traveler by nature. True, and I am very cheap, so I take the really long plane rides that require you to go to um, many extra countries. <laughs> so I have an even better idea of geography. You know that, guys? She's cheap. Also, yeah. let's let's try this on for size then. Name one country you've been to and one fact about said country that isn't in the travel guide. Um, I've been to Swaziland. Um, it's the last um, absolute monarchy in Africa, possibly actually in the world. And they have a festival every year uh, in which a bunch of topless virgins parade in front of the king. And then he can potentially choose one of them to become his next wife. His next wife. So queen for a year? Um no, uh, polygamy is actually still quite popular in um, Southern Africa. This whole show just might be on the polygamous nature of and certain... Eagle. I think we need to send you to Africa to parade topless in front of the Emperor Eric. I stand a really good chance. <laughs> you should see me move. I've got <laughs> hips like jelly. I've got... I am, I am an amazing dance machine. <laughs> Speaking of amazing dance machines, uh, we have with us... My oldest and dearest friend, the person I have known since I was 12 years old. We say 13 because we had one year where we couldn't figure out if we liked or hated each other. <laughs> so we go for the 13. This is Linder, Song of Songs, the featherweight champion of the world, Peacock. Now, Linder may not be a world traveler, but she can bust concrete with her bare hands. Uh, no. No, no, that's that's not not true at all. Uh, I definitely don't do it with my bare hands. And you, but I've seen you bust concrete with your bare hands. With a tool in between my bare hands and the concrete. Well, yes, but you've always got to leave the exciting <laughs> elements out of a story, otherwise, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah, again, with the overselling, like I, I'm not just gonna, you know, like Thor through my angry with the concrete break. That may have been Hulk. <laughs> you may be confusing your Marvel superheroes. Maybe. Yeah, so I we get have, angry about that. So we have two guests on tonight. 
both of whom pop culture knowledge could maybe fill a shot glass. But we're going to try to make this work. <laughs> um, and so the first thing I want to start with is, is a grotesque apology. Since we're on the topic of mistakes and errors, um, not calling either one of you a mistake or error, not in the least. You, you're both very much here on purpose. <clears throat> um, last episode, episode 42, uh, just let it go. <laughs> uh, I had mentioned that People's Sexiest Man of the Year, Blake Shelton, uh, was in fact the owner of Papa John's. <laughs> Turns out I was wrong. Blake Shelton, not the owner of Papa John's. Blake Shelton is a country music singer. Uh, so if you're playing at home, that's Internet One, Eric Zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd like to thank Lizzie, actually, for bringing that gently to my attention. And Stacy for rubbing it in for, what, a good 10, 15 minutes? That was <laughs> So dignity rides true in our family. It's, it's really a nice thing. Um, so Blake Shelton, not the owner of Papa John's, still think it should have gone to the guy who plays Aquaman. Agreed. Still firmly believe. I think, can we take a vote? Just raise a hand. Good. That's a lot of hands raised. That's five out of five. Yep. Podcasts are great for hand raising votes. So visual. I know, right? Um, <laughs> so, so the next thing we want to talk about is, is Morrissey. Oh, yes. How was the concert, Eric? Well, thanks for asking, Annie. <laughs> It didn't happen. You, Why not, Eric? Well, you see, Morrissey had an illness in the band, and they could not perform in front of a crowd in Boston. Oh, BS. He probably was just very depressed. It's quite possible. Um, but to make matters Don't say worse... Like that's not an illness, Annie. That's an illness. <laughs> it's just... It's an illness that you can sing through. <laughs> that is true. About being depressed. So you can work out your own demons while you're on the mic. Um, and I had also ordered a shirt... Uh, from the Morrissey store called something like Ma's Store, Moztopia, or something like that. And uh, the shirt order got Ma's canceled. Topic. Yes, it's Ma's Topic, where you go in and everyone acts like every day is Sunday and every day is silent and gray. Yes, everyone has the, 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 the quaff, the coif, what the hell's that haircut called? Uh, the, I really the goiter, the <laughs> the pseudo Elvis curl. Yeah. I don't know if this is something that twenty-something-year-olds do. I, this is, seems very outdated. It, wicked well, outdated. Wow. Morrissey. But yeah, you could hurt our feelings a little <laughs> I think bit it's more a pompadour. with that. It, it's yeah, not. There you a, go. It's it's not. But you know what? Actually, this is a great transition with the twenty-somethings because now the twenty-somethings are going to tell us about something. Oh, I've <laughs> completely ruined this. Let's try this again. Yep. Um, Actually, I'm really glad Lizzie said that because Lizzie's now going to school us on the internet in a segment we're calling Lizzie Schools Us on the Internet. Yeah. Um, so, Lizzie, we didn't really give you any time to prep this. So, I, I did um, kind of prep it. So, I figured I would just quiz you on these apps and then you could tell me what you think they are. I'm screwed. Um, so, like, primarily, I guess, do you think it's a dating app or not? And then, like, what do you think it does? And then we can just kind of go from there and engage your knowledge. Can you give a quick background as to what spurned this topic of conversation? And could you make those rules harder to follow? Because they were actually really easy to follow. So it would only com a complication is funny. I don't even yeah. have a cell phone. Have mercy. I know. So Eric was saying that he doesn't know whether you're supposed to swipe left or right. And then my mother asked, swipe what? A credit card? <laughs> So, clearly my mother's not on Tinder, so I guess that's a good thing. Um, but there's clearly a lot of confusion going around, so I thought it'd be interesting to see uh, if they don't even know the most basic of dating apps, what they might know about other apps. I would tell you flat out that up until a couple months ago, I probably would have thought t Tinder was like, we're a bunch of guys who like being lumberjacks get together. I would have considered it like buying wholesale firewood. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Amazon, but for firewood. Yeah. Well, excellent. And, and so you'd get a Tinder Kingle? Yeah. What? A Tinder. I can't actually say this word. A Tinder Kindle? Kindle? Yes. Or you can Kindle your Tinder. Or, or, a, or a Tingler. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. All right. So here we go. So these are, um, Lizzie's going to tell us some dating apps. But before we guess yes or no whether it is, we also have to guess what it would be used for besides just dating. Okay. Like maybe who would use this 
app or if it's fictional if she's just made it up then we look pretty silly but just so you know the average age of the people answering these questions mm-hmm. is old if you added up all of our ages it'd be like 120 so it's a 20 year old you're you're 40 i'm 40 43 40 that's 120 i'm a lot older dear god than let 40. my math be right mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so embarrassing right isn't that right four times three I know, I was just I going with the is 12 like, yeah you know, yeah, but the average age comes to like 46. Okay. Yeah. All right, ready? ready for this? Okay, let's go. All right. Sure. Okay, so I realize now that if I had more time to plan this, I could have presented you with two options. It's kind of like that NPR show where they give you the... the wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, wait, wait, don't tell me. Exactly. Wait, so, wait. Should we not tell you the name of the NPR show? <laughs> <laughs> I could have presented you with... The story, if it had been a date, say, either is this a dating app or an app that does something else and created a story? But I'm not that good on the spot. So we'll just have to see what you guys come up with. We're not that good on the spot either. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So an app called Untapped. Hmm. An app called Untapped. Beer that never caught on. (laughs) All right. So so a, a site for terrible beer. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say beer, too, but I think I've, I've come across this app with some of my uh, snooty, uh, bespoke, waxed, mustachey friends That's with me. their untapped <laughs> app. So you think that, that it's this. I'm going to say it's a, it's a dating site for sane people. You know, they're not tapped. They're untapped. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going with. Uh, everyone's looking at me like I just kicked their puppy. So clearly I'm wrong. Um <laughs> And one puppy owner in the room is really <laughs> upset about this. <laughs> so, okay, so here we go. Um, yes, Linda would be the most correct in that it's an app where you can rate the beers that you've tried. I was close. Yes, so closer than Eric. Right. <laughs> closer than Eric. <laughs> All right, how about an app called Coffee Meets Bagel? Dating app or not a dating app? Totally a dating app. It's got to be. And one that I firmly believe in. Mm. One where people who love um, carbohydrates date people who love Oh my God, caffeine. this is where I'm going to find my people. Yeah. Coffee <laughs> loves bagel. I have hope for my future online dating life. Also sounds coffee. vaguely provocative, but in a way I don't want it to be. Yeah, it's kind of like Grinder, except you just arranged to meet at a coffee house. Grinder's the sandwich app. Yeah. Yeah. That one's even totally. better. Yeah. Would you just say totally lame? Totally na- terrible name. Terrible name. Cough. What? <laughs> uh, grinder? Or, no. Well, get to that one. I'm sure. All right. So, so I'm gonna say, dating I'm gonna app. say dating app for people who like caffeine and and carbohydrates. It is a dating app. Um, not for what you said, but for some reason they've decided to call people um, bagels in the app. So basically. Um, mm. Guys go through the pictures of the girls first, and they pick out, I guess, who they would go on a date with. And then through some pre-selected process, they send those selections to women, and then they have the final say. So every day, you get your selection of quote-unquote bagels to choose from. So basically, guys are just going through the app looking for the everything bagel? Perhaps, but in a way. Oh, nice. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. I was coming up with that because I hate the everything bagel. But I should probably be the everything bagel. <laughs> yeah, oh no. But it does save a lot of time for women, you know, because they realize that women don't have as much time to go through the plenty, plenty men that are on these apps. Well, that was going to be my question, actually, is are these sites becoming more geared towards empowering women in making the choices? Because when I, I did try a dating app uh, uh, two years ago, and it was not a great success for me, um, but I found that the women I would talk to or the women I knew who, who were on some of these apps would say that constantly they would just reach out and be like, hey, here's a picture of me. And guys would send them critiques and or lots of dick pics. And <sighs> that that was so many. So many. <laughs> you go, you okay, Linda? <laughs> I was having some PTSD. I've seen so many. Uninvited, so many. Is, is there any female in this room who has not gotten a dick pic? <laughs> well, don't forget, one female in this room is in front of her mother. So, uh, or her daughter. Well, I, we, could, we could do two in a second if we just call your mom. Next in. subject. <laughs> All right, so next subject. Here we go. So, so wait, let me get this right. So, guys 
look at all of the women or women look at all of the guys and then choose? The, all the people are bagels, right? Yeah, so basically I haven't used this one, but basically from what I understand, the guys look through first. And then the women have the last say, and for some strange reason, they refer to the people as bagels, which seems really unnecessary. It, it does seem kind of cruel. Which brings me, though, do, Mom, do you know what grinder is? It sounds obscene. Well, you you had mentioned it, Stacey. You're the one who put yourself on this. So I did not mention grinder. Not on, you didn't put yourself on grinder, but what do you think? What do you think grinder is? I'm Get her a mic real assuming quick. people grinding in a sexual <laughs> manner. <laughs> It's a play on words. You can get a grinder or you can be ground. <laughs> <laughs> so is grounder one for people who like a certain position where grinder is like the more pat like the more like top the and more bottom? dominant position <laughs> is grinding. <laughs> and the passive person is being ground. <laughs> So much like this topic, the next app is uh, called Farewell. Do you guys guess what that's for? Uh Hmm. People who love the dead. I'm going to say it's breaking up over the internet, but with cute emojis. Oh, that's solid. No, I I think it's going to have something to do with travel. I'm going to say it's about like your airfare. No, you're you're trapped between destinations at the airport. You're looking to hook up with other people at the airport. Wait, what's this and site called? Again? Do you want a farewell, farewell. or do you want oh, a farewell? Solo f- I thought it was called grounded. Um, <laughs> I totally okay. So I'm I'm going on the fact that it's a play on words, either about taxi fare or airfare or trying to find a good deal traveling between locations. Who decides who pays for the walk of shame? Mm. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I. I like my airport one. I'm going to stick with that, even though it doesn't make any sense. I'm sticking with breakup emojis. Uh, So again, Linda is the most correct. Uh, Well, it's it's not funny being correct. So just know that you've got the sense of humor, and I get the actual accuracy (laughs) points. Have you have you tried any of these? Would be honest now. Which ones have you tried? Uh, uh, What have we gone through so far? There was the untapped. I don't drink beer. I haven't heard of the coffee and bagel thing, but I think that those those my peeps. Yeah. Uh, and air, you know, farewell. I I don't travel all that much, so I haven't come across that. But I am a pun person, so. Okay. All right. <laughs> have you tried any of these? No, I don't have a cell phone. All right. I tried Match.com. I didn't find my perfect match. No. In fact, I find the guy in those ads unbelievably unnerving and it's one of the reasons i stopped using it because i didn't want to be approached in the street by a guy in a long jacket being like why aren't you on match.com guy was freaky it was awful did you know you can tell who you've crossed paths with yeah it was the stalker app basically all right here we go oh so farewell is really the app for the laziest of persons um what all it does (laughs) alarm bells just went off in this room yes so all it does is uh, compares the potential fares for an Uber versus a Lyft from your point A to point B so that you can pick which is the cheapest one so that you can go then open that app, which you could have already done just in the beginning, <laughs> opening both apps and then closing the more expensive. So you threw us for a loop. That wasn't even a dating app. Well, oh, oh no, it wasn't. I thought that was the point of the game. No, it is. You're right. <laughs> I, uh, but you expected it to be. I totally did. Point. Yeah. Yes, that was my point. All right. Good. That was good. All right. Um, I feel like this one is maybe obvious, but maybe not. J swipe? I guess not. <laughs> J I, as in J A Y? Or just J. Just letter J. J, just letter J. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be for your uh, for your Jewish folks. There you go. Killing I was going to say it's a hookup site for jaywalkers. I have heard of J Date. Okay. So oh. J Date, J Swipe. Same it idea. seemed like yeah. So that, that, it wasn't cheating. I, I extrapolated the so information based on the. So is F Swipe for farmers? Oh yeah, for future farmers. So that'd be FF Swipe. <laughs> and then uh, I guess the uh, the last one would be um, Thrinder. Oh my God! Um, this one's clearly for threesomes. If you are looking to right, Thrinder isn't that like no, that? No, I, I was going for the thrifty date. <laughs> I was going to go for like Scandinavian hookup. Oh, Thrinder! No, you know, Thor. Oh, yeah. That's Hammer dot com. <laughs> are you are you true enough to hold Thor's hammer? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yehulian. The all Swedish dating site. The Ungberdishki Durk. The date is Oakley Dokley. Alright, so so date having. Um oh, all right, what it's Thrinder. So we have uh, we have uh threesomes. Uh we have thrifty, thrifty cheap dating. And we have Sword. Scandinavians for for Scandinavian Scandinavians. pagans looking for their looking for Valhalla. You're yeah, making, you're making. Do you want to reach a Valhalla on the back of a back of Valkyrie? <laughs> Come to Thrinder. If that's not a site, it should be. It's Yahulian. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, everything's a site, so there's definitely it's definitely out there. <laughs> Wait, which one? All, all of them? All of them. All of them. But as much as I could say, I wish this one was for thrifty dating because that's a great idea. It is for threesomes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm celebrating Wait, yeah. that victory. There was, there was definitely like a touchdown dance going on there that uh, we were like, are those your people? I'll be having the carbs and you'll be over there thrindering. Yeah, it's nothing to be proud of, Eric. Mm, yeah. I can't. I can't think no, of a more no ho shaming at this of a table. just an unbelievably <laughs> awful website. Then I mean, it's hard enough matching two people's yes. schedules up. How do you get three to match? Like how do you, you know? Like hey, Friday sound good for you? Mm, no, can't do Friday. All right, Saturday morning post coffee. Okay, but it's just like the worst. Post coffee site. and bagels. Seriously, need yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the name isn't even original. They just clearly stole it from Tinder. Exactly. And just added Thrinder. Or did so, they steal it from Grinder? Oh, oh, you're right. Maybe I'm just being really heteronormative. Because <laughs> I, b- I believe Grinder is more of a proximity app for people who are who are DTF. I mean, it's you know basically like, okay, I'm at this intersection. How many people around me are looking for booty? And it helps you hmm. get triangulate your position. Linda, what does DTF stand for? Um, David from the basement. Wait, half of those letters didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) DTF is David from the basement. Don't bring in other podcasts. Ours has a hard enough time staying alive. Um, So that's that's down to freak. Oh, (laughs) I did not realize. So, Liz, thank you very much for that. Um, All right. So, real quick, if you were to have your own site, so wait, that didn't even answer my original question. Do you swipe left or right? Depends on your orientation. No, it's not like well, where one, you are in a room yes or looking down the street. It's, one is it's, yes and one is no. Which one? Yes, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, yeah, no. Right is yes, left is no, and then I think it's like up for super like, aka you made a mistake and weren't paying attention on your phone. <clears throat> Does that happen unbelievably frequently? Um, to some people, apparently, yeah. <laughs> Where do you think most people search their Tinder results? Like what room of the house or like in their car? Where do you, where do you think the, the most popular spot to, to Tinderize Definitely is? Definitely sitting on the toilet. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, we could say it's somewhere else, but it's probably sitting on the toilet. That's awful. <laughs> it is like the most disgusting thing I can think of is looking for a date while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I think that humanity may have reached a brand new low with this. Because, I mean, I don't need to build a visual for anybody. But I don't want to know that the person who was like, oh, he looks cute. I think I'll, you know, waste a little time on him. You do realize that the guy running our country is tweeting from the toilet, right? Fine. That's fine for him. And and I'd also like to say in a very admittedly gender-specific stereotype, Typically, guys are sitting on the toilet for extended period of time, and women are... Standing? Women are in and out. Okay. Number one. Number two, doesn't take a whole heck of a lot of time. We're not afraid to push. We don't have anything to read. So so you're saying that it's mostly a guy thing to do. So yep. then where, where are all the women at? Their desk. Their, their desk? Yep. Their work desk? Yep. Or like... Either or. They're working from home. Either or. They're, they're working from home. They're just sitting there puttering around, waiting for an email to come through. They got distracted. They feel like they deserve a little me time because the boss just yelled at them funny. Sure. They're at their desk. All right. They're not, like, kicking it at, like, the breakfast nook or, like, laying back in bed just Mm-mm, No, that's where they want to appear work. to be actually doing intelligent work. Well, that's because that's where I would <laughs> like to imagine. I'd like to imagine some young lady, well, you know what I mean, some young woman, laying on a couch, 
swiping in a particular direction, comes across my picture and says, fine. Well, that's what ends up happening. That's the result of it, right? And I'm sure she's clipping her nails and like, (laughs) you know, it goes up and she's like, oh, crap, not that guy again. Um, But the overall overall thing is, so what would be like, if you were to create like your billions on a dating site with no preparation, we haven't talked about this at all, um, would you make a site for what kind of people? And what would its name be? Nevergonnahappen.com. <laughs> so it's just p- pictures of like really like good looking people. And then you go to email them and they just never like call back. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be t- topshelf.com. <laughs> Linder? Mm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where this dating site is where we meet, we like each other's pictures. And we just text forever. Never actually meet. Never, ever, ever. Couchsurfers.com. Oh, it's definitely going to yeah. be something of like no face-to-face, you know. Just <laughs> yeah. Introverts unite. Hi, something. <laughs> All right. I, that one actually could work. Mm, Nevermeet.com. Yeah. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> All right, Liz? Well, I feel like anything you think of, it definitely already exists. So... At this point, the market's probably a bit too saturated, being a realist and all. Wait, so can the market be... That actually brings a really good really good point, right? So we have a ton of dating sites. Are Do they all feature the same pool? No, they're very different. Um, and I could keep on listing more, but as you probably realize, the different sites that I listed were different types of people. But I could go on... Um, there's seekingarrangements.com, which is people who want sugar daddies, sugar babies. No, there is that one too, Ashley Madison, right? And then um, farmersonly.com yeah. for because um, this is what the ad says. I saw it in Kentucky because city folk just don't get it. No, I don't think your tractor is sexy. No, that was a pun. <laughs> city folk don't get it. Not like country folks. <laughs> yeah. They're invoking Hamlet there. Country matters? No? All right. I guess that went over my head. I'll edit that part out too. <laughs> so I like this. I like being schooled in the world of dating apps. I, I don't think I have any real information about how these things work. Or, Good. Or, I don't plan on dating anymore, so well, go yeah, me. Well, I know, but there are people out there who do, and, and they come here for their news, and this is news. This is like a big deal for those of us who... They come here as in our podcast? Your yes. apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what the line of people out front are for here, Annie. They're trying to figure out what dating sites to use. I thought they were lining up to steal my cable. No, no. That's only your downstairs neighbor. Shh. <laughs> what, do you think they listen to the show? You never know. Not, they could be listening right now. I'm going to say I pretty much doubt that. I doubt anybody listens to I our know. show. Well, no, no, no. We've got three people in here who listen. This is our entire audience. I know. It's fantastic to have all our fans <laughs> here at once. It's pretty amazing. Um, all right, so... We played Guess the App in our segment called A 20-something Explains the Internet. I don't think I listed my site. No, you did not. I was going to go with Pugs and Hugs, which is a website for guys who own puppies and use them to introduce themselves to women. Do they have to be just pug puppies? No, but it rhymes. But it's kind of misleading. Like pups and hugs? You're promising pugs and you're delivering dachshunds. Well... (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't somebody be surprised at that? <laughs> um, so what would you call it then? Pups and, and hookups? Hmm. What'd you say? Pups and humps. Pups and humps? There you go. My lovely... That doesn't, that doesn't it doesn't sound Leg humpers. like a dating site. It's a, it's a hookup site for dogs. If you want your dog to inappropriately hump somebody's <laughs> leg, or if you want your leg, it's just a picture. It's just a website of people's legs. Oh, my God. Does it exist? Oh, my God. There's a website called Tin Dog, and it helps you meet dogs and their owners in your area. This is traumatic. I wow. Told you, there's a, I told you, there's a site slash app for everything. Okay, I am a 40-something... We can work coffee into that title again. That's my next, like, dating online um, arena. What's the one for nerds called? Is there one for nerds? A dating site for geeks and nerds? I don't know. 
any bet, get bets on what that would be called? I'm still waiting for her to find the site where it's just pictures of legs for uh, dogs to choose from. <laughs> I, I think the dating one, isn't that called? That's Pups and Humps. That's Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia. Aww. So Geek2Geek or SoulGeek.com are both dating sites for geeks and dorks to find love. That's all right, man. That's not bad. What do you think the collective IQ of any two people on that site are? Why are you looking at me? Because you're the co-host and I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Why else would I be talking to you? Uh, I, the collective IQ is our accumulated ages. Ooh, that's not so bad, I guess, right? 140, isn't that around normal? We all look at Liz now. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, IQ tests are worthless numbers and culturally <laughs> biased. You know who says that, Liz? Somebody who scored low. <laughs> you can hit him if you want. Um, I've never taken. <laughs> this is the this is the part in the podcast where Annie usually hits me. It's 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 where we hit the half hour mark and I start getting a little punchy. Um, well, I think the other thing we wanted to talk about was um, I saw uh, the Jean Claude Van Johnson show, which is now streaming on Amazon. Did you? It was freaking fantastic please tell us about it well annie do you like blood sport do you like time cop no do you like hey quiet i'm not done talking <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to give you a chance to actually answer any of these rhetorical questions because mm. the answer is yes everybody loves to watch a greased up john claude van damme without any pants do Ew. a split hold that split and punch people in the groin while he's fighting them ninja style no yes anyway <laughs> The lovely folks at uh, Stars, I believe it is, has give, have given him his own TV show, and it's called Jean-Claude Van Johnson, in which he plays Jean-Claude Van Damme, who is the star of a lot of terrible movies in the 80s, but secretly, all of these films are just fronts so he can go to those countries and fight as a CIA assassin. And he, if ever there was a human being who could laugh at his own success or laugh at his own sort of place in the world, it is JCVD. This man is amazing. Uh, but you haven't seen it or even heard of it from the looks of it. No, nope. Man, that's rough. I haven't even heard of the original JCVD movies. Oh, my God. Well, there was only one where he gets put in a bank and everyone thinks that he can punch and kick his way out and that he'll defeat the guards inside. But really, he's just a scared guy who wants to get home to his crumbling family. No, I mean the actual movies from the 80s. You've never watched any of them? No. What are you talking about? You've never seen Bloodsport? No. You've never seen Time Cop? No. You've never seen the other one he was in? <laughs> Look, I saw the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I got to draw a line somewhere. Did you see Expendables 3? No. Expendables 2? No. Expendables 1? No. This is the worst interview I've ever had in my life. Good. How about, um, oh, you know what else I watched? Maybe you'll jump on this one. Ash versus the Evil Dead TV show. Finally. Well, I came back to it. Five years later. No, no. Remember, I watched the first two episodes, and yes. they sucked. I the thought they were terrible. The first one was good. It's where he drops LSD with the, or he smokes the, smokes the Book of the Dead in the back of the van. Yeah, and where he's putting on the girdle before he goes out to the bar. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, okay. Well, there was some funny stuff in it, but for the most part, it was terrible. The second one was terrible. The I'll second one was, that. yeah, it was, it was completely derivative of everything. Mm -hmm. um, but, man... Episode three picks up, and season two, which I know you haven't gotten too far into at all, right? Nope, not yet. Is bloody and gory and graphic and delights. I've never enjoyed, we talked about this before, but I've never enjoyed splatter porn, right? But this is almost comedic, like watching people get unzipped and become meat suits and stuff <laughs> like this. Oh, man. Terrific fun. And I strongly recommend you and others like you. That's right. You are recommending horror to me? That's right. The table has turned. The tide is high. And I'm moving on. The merry-go-round has <laughs> spun to its final position. I am the true master of horror right at the second. <laughs> That's right. How about you? What have you been watching? Anything good? Uh, actually, I've been watching reruns of New Heart. <laughs> uh-huh. What's wrong with New Heart? Oh, nothing. Nothing. All right. Well... We're going to move on to our last segment, an exciting segment called Most Useless Information, where we have all been tasked to think of the most useless piece of information that we happen to hold with inside our heads. Okay. All right. Now, 
we can do this a couple different ways. We can rock, paper, scissor, odd man out for it, right? Or we can just start in a circle and move counterclockwise. Let's just start in a circle. Okay, Annie, what is the most useless piece of information? Start at that end of the circle. That I have. <laughs> All right. The most useless piece of information that I have inside my head. This is, this is why I didn't want to, I've been thinking about this for like three hours, which means one of two things. We've also been drinking a lot, so this I might take a while. I don't have any information in my head. We know. Or it's all equally useless. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to go. Okay. Legally, if you find a dead animal on the side of the road, you are not allowed to touch it. So like, you know, you're driving by a, a porcupine and you're like, I want some of those quills. You're driving by a hawk and you're like, I want some of those feathers. You can't pull any of those. That is illegal. Has anyone told that to KFC? Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, man. What? Who, whose useless piece of information was that, Stacy? Do you want to? Let's jump to Stacy right now so she can jump in with her useless information. KFC is marketing a line of clothing with the KFC logo on it. <laughs> Why? Uh, so that you can look finger looking good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song we're going out with. All right. <laughs> I, I honestly think that who, uh, Lizzie, weren't you saying you thought it was like a Japanese thing? Like a. Um, no, not uh, Japanese per se, but that KFC is very popular in a lot of other countries, uh, including a lot of African countries and um, yeah, China and Japan, I think. I could be extremely wrong on most of that. Um, Lizzie, this show has never prided itself on <laughs> accuracy of information. Um, you may have noticed my correction at the beginning of the show where I thought the man who won people's sexiest man of the year was the owner of Papa John's. So, yeah, that was pretty bad. But, <laughs> but to be fair, Jason Momoa is married to Lisa Bonet. Bonet mm-hmm. And who really needs any prize beyond that? Wow, that you was You are good. like, damn, that was good. <laughs> Stacy's making let it be known that Stacy is making the international gag myself with a spoon eighties motion. Um, why Stay, are you not a Lisa Bonet fan? No? You're being awfully quiet about this. But what that's about okay. Lenny we'll let you, are you going to let love rule? I'm lost. All right, we're going to let you off the hook here with that one. All right, so so I, just, I have gone. I just want to state for the record that if the KFC clothing is made out of chicken skin, I would wear it. Extra crunchy? Yeah. Or original formula? Mm, damn, it depends on the day of the week. Yeah. Do, would you wear pants or a shirt made out of Both. That? Really? Yeah. Could you stand not to eat yourself all day? No. I mean, I feel like you could be like really some Hannibal Lecter stuff there. You'd just be like peeling <laughs> off bit of your food like, I'd eat me. Would you eat me? Could you imagine all of the dogs that would chase you down I'm the really street? sorry I brought this up. Tinder dog would be like, <laughs> you know, you're, you're out there putting your profile up. I smell like KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deep fried and wholesome goodness. Seven herbs and delicious spices all for your dog to go crazy on. Okay. I may be anyway. soft. So, yeah. We may not have a sponsor. In so Linda. Dog. Yeah. What do you think, Linda? <laughs> Uh, right, right along kind of the um, otherworldly popularity of KFC, KFC outside the United States. I recall my ex-husband was looking at traveling to um, the Middle East for Ethan Allen when they were looking at putting stores over there, and he was talking about how right across from the Sphinx you see all these beautiful pictures of the Sphinx, but if you were to turn 180 degrees, KFC. Yeah, KFC. I've seen more KFCs abroad than I've ever seen in the United States. Granted, we're not in the South, so... Is that a useless piece of information? Just the fact that you no, know? No, that's just um, <laughs> useless words. Does do, do people overseas know what KFC stands for? I mean, in, what the initials mean, not like what it stands for as like its mission statement. <laughs> um, I don't know. They definitely know the fried chicken part. Probably also the Kentucky part. I think they're all pretty smart people. You are an amazing optimist, and <laughs> you are absolutely fantastic. Do you think more people know what KFC means in the United States or in any other country in the world, even non-English-speaking countries that haven't yet got KFC? Oh, that might be tough. Mm, 
I guess maybe in the United States, if you put it that way. You are, you are just too good. You are too nice. Almost too nice for this podcast. Definitely. I mean. We're horrible. It, we are really terrible people, I think. Yeah, we definitely. I mean, we've already joked about kicking puppies and eating human flesh for the second episode in a row. Yep. So chew on that, America. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, it, it was that your useless fact, Linda? Oh, no. I just heard this morning on, I think maybe it was, wait, wait, don't tell me. I heard that Method Man has a new line of clothing called the Ugly Sweater line of clothing at UglySweater.com. Method Man sweaters. Useless. I'm going to go look at it, and I'm going to spend no dollars there. That but was Eric pretty useless. Eric needs a Christmas present. Yeah. I. You know what? I don't get behind the whole Ugly Sweater phenomena. I really don't. I... I I think it's because I'm overall pretty cheap, uh, and the idea of buying a sweater that I can only wear to like a Christmas party that I don't want to go to. Thrinder, yeah. Thrinder. Actually, that's I'm just short for, for Thrifty Linder. <laughs> that's not a website. You just took two things and. Ma- <laughs> it's the portmanteau of me. Oh, so, so yeah, I. Because I'm talking. I'm not a huge ugly sweater fan. I, I, I tend to think that when people try to be ironic on purpose it it pushes me more towards like really doubling down and being like no this is a real ugly sweater and it's june that's funny because i was just noticing the fact that your hat clashes with your shirt oh well thank you Uh well i just think it's been it's been done i mean it's been 20 years of ugly sweater parties it's you know it's it's yeah, the, well, the couple of times that I was asked to do it and I had to go to the thrift store looking for something ugly that was also my size and I was just, you know, I was mad at the money of it. I'm pretty sure that was 15 years ago. What if there was a dating site called Sweater, S-W-E-A-T-R, and it was for people who have like really bad gland problems and just sweat constantly <laughs> and people who like that. What, what that is, it's just a website so that you can cross-reference the people you found on other sites and find out if they also have the glandular problem <laughs> so that you can understand which direction you were swiping yeah. on your website. Because I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I'm like a damn sprinkler. <laughs> it's like... I think Linda should co-host the show from now on. I quit. As, She's doing as, a pretty good job, right? As your oldest friend, I'm just going to nod. Yeah, no, I, I seriously, <laughs> once, once it's like that, that seal, once I start to like get a little bit misty, it's, you're done. It's over. So Sweater is going to be my new dating site. <laughs> Please date me. I sweat like I'm drowning. Sweater. Swer- sweater. Sweater. Um, so my, I had a different fact in mind also about um, Omaha, Nebraska. But going off... Wait, also about Omaha, Nebraska? At no point during this podcast have we talked about Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, we did. She said she was in Omaha. I need to pay attention. I'm sorry, Liz. No, no, to be fair, we talked about this um, earlier in the day, and I forgot that we just weren't like recording throughout the whole course of the day. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Um, Yeah. We were, but for a very different purpose. (laughs) Yeah, so my fact about Omaha was that it's um, held the swimming trials for the Olympic Games for the last several years for the U.S. team and will do so again in 2020. But going off wearing gross food, I was thinking that I should let you all know that Lady Gaga once performed while being, well, sorry, Lady Gaga once performed while another woman, woman <laughs> threw up colored milk all over her body. Ew! <laughs> Yes, it was worse to watch than it sounds. It's not like one of those things, oh, it, it was worse than it sounds. There's a site for that, too. It's called Vomiter, V-O-M-I-T-R.com. And uh, it's just, yeah. Have you seen the movie Audition? Is that the Japanese one? Yes. Yeah. You know that that wasn't fake, right? The vomit part. I don't remember the vomit part. She was a part. method actress. I she have... threw up into a bowl on cue. This is what happens when you bring up gross bodily functions in this podcast. It's her fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but was it like, all right, was it like Fruit Loops? No. So this woman, she actually does it um, pretty regularly. She'll put food coloring in milk, then drink it, and usually throw it up on a canvas. But in this case, she threw it up on Lady Gaga. Lady Gag Gag. Well... <laughs> Wait a second. On a canvas, there's nothing about milk or food coloring that sticks, is there? 
apparently, I'm not a chemist. <laughs> wow, that's like Jackson Pollock to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, previous to that, I thought that the grossest artist was um, this woman who kn- knitted with yarn that she had um, put up her vagina. But this <laughs> what? okay, as, you as just no, no, you're done. We totally <laughs> there goes our <laughs> iTunes ranking. I need to talk more about this. I no, have the, questions. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they all meat? Please keep going. This is your podcast now. <laughs> Don't I, edit this I out. I kind of thought you were going to cut it off at that. <laughs> no. We're um, leaving all that in. <laughs> yeah, I'd be hard-pressed to find the video because I wouldn't want to type it in. Please Google. don't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I guess Pornhub is where you start with that one. Um, yeah, but this this uh, this female artist, she knitted with yarn that she put up her vagina for about a straight full month. Ew. And yes, this did include our, Yes, so you can imagine that not all the yarn was white. Oh, <laughs> oh my I'm going to throw up colored milk now. I know. I, you know what? Here's what I was going to actually add to that conversation was that, um, do you know that pigeons can differentiate between modern abstract art and they can even tell when like Monet's are upside down and stuff like that. Not Monet's. Who's the one? Mondran? Who's the one who did the, the colored squares? Mm-hmm. Pollock. No, he did the paint splatter. <laughs> oh, it's Pollock. Um, uh, Lichtenstein. This is above me. No, no. Lichtenstein did the pop art. Okay. Mondrian, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, they, pigeons can tell when pigeons. that's upside down. And that's useful for what? Um, showing humans that they don't <laughs> understand art. I think. <laughs> Although Lizzie may have just solidified that humans don't understand <laughs> no, art. No, they really don't. Um, wow. So if you go to see one of her art shows, what do you think that the um, gift shop has? Like mittens and stuff? <laughs> like, and would you wear a knit cap? Ow! <laughs> I'm done. I, I know. We've just grossed out Annie. Come on, we got 12 <laughs> minutes left. We can do this. Yeah, hurry up. I've got a sweater to knit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't even want to go. Are you, Linda's, Linda's face is just, you found the video. No, I haven't watched the video yet. I'm just reading, uh, and I, I'm just kind of skimming through it, and then I had to stop at this particular sentence caught my eye. With casting off, my womb and I have attempted to do just that by pairing concepts about body parts and activities related to women back to their most elemental. And I, she has I to know. be pretentious about it. I know, but I like the fact that she said that she just used the word woman. No. Oh, man. My womb and I. Oh, my womb and I. Uh, I, like, I like my womb and I. That's, <laughs> I, would, I would see that movie. You're gonna turn it into a website. What would it be about? Big hoop skirts hiding your womb. I think I think it's a story about a woman who talks to her womb, and the womb is like animated, like those, like you know, the Jimmy Stewart movie with the large rabbit. Does she have a womate? That was really (laughs) good. That was. I don't even know what to do with that one. Um, But I think that's a great place to end the show. (laughs) Um, So before Lizzie regales us with more horror um <laughs> i think i think she actually wins you Definitely. and i both have to give up the mantle yeah um unfortunately i think that then you and i can officially retire now we found our replacements it's as yep. easy as that the two of you going head to head uh linda and lizzie the the lnl show i was going somewhere with that i don't know where like the lnl railroad then i realized nobody cares um <laughs> So that, that's pretty much all I have, except for while we were at dinner, somebody had mentioned something about snakes, at which point Stacy screamed, I would watch a movie called Snake Vasion. And, Good uh, title. I didn't hear that. Yeah, you didn't. I did you, did, totally, you did say Snake Vasion. Uh, yeah. I got totally distracted by the Bollywood video that they were looping in the background. It, well, we've re- eaten rather intercontinentally today. Yes, we did. Uh, you know, we had some, some holdover nachos. We had some beers. We had some Indian food. We had some vino. Uh, Stacy drank a fishbowl full of sangria. Holy crap, my, those things are huge. Might be why she doesn't remember the snake vasion. Wait, moment. Lizzie, did you finish yours? Yes. So, she did, So I between saw us, you two have finished what can only be described as one of those blue summer kiddie pools full of alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose so. And you're still making more sense than the two people who collectively had a beer. 
<laughs> what can I say? I guess um, my IQ level just might be a bit higher than yours. Whoa! Whoa! Well, we'll see you in two weeks, folks. What film should we close out with? Because you mean what song? What that? I thought we were going to do Beastie Boys. Point. Are we going to do go out on a Beastie Boys track? Yeah, you're looking good.